Hello, everyone, and welcome back once again to the Friends Are Far Out podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jay, and I'm joined by the... Darn it. (laughs) 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 I forgot forgot to come up with a word. Breakable? (laughs) Unbreakable. Unbreakable. The Unbreakable M. (laughs) Friends Are Far Out is, of course, a podcast for all of those who enjoy gaming and spending time with friends. Now, should I do that intro again, or should we leave this in? I think we should leave it in. <laughs> Let's leave it in. All right. So, M, welcome back. It has been so long. I know. Oh, I know. It's It's been so long without my far out friends. Um, how have you been? What have you been up to? I've been okay. Uh, you know, since we uh, last talked on the podcast, of course, we talk all the time. Yes. But... Um, <laughs> just to peek behind the curtain, uh, friends, we are actual friends in real life. <laughs> Shocking, I know. But um, since we've been last been on the podcast, you know, uh, we had a, a, a lot, a big summer of gaming. I we played did. a lot of games this summer. Oh, I played a lot of games this summer. A lot summer. of games. Um, and uh, I did some traveling, which I haven't done in a very long time. We went on a real deal vacation on a plane. We flew to Southern California. And uh, we had an amazing time. Just an amazing time in Southern it, it California. It looked amazing. Yeah, we had a great, great time. Uh, we went to Disneyland, and we went to Universal Studios uh, in Hollywood, and um, went swam in the Pacific Ocean for the first time. You could have gone to all of the Vanderpump restaurants, like Sir, which stands for Sexy Unique Restaurant. That does sound like my kind of place. Um, Sir, Villa Blanca, and uh, I think Pump is closed, but th- those are the all of the Lisa Vanderpump joints. <laughs> In a shock to no one, I did not go to those restaurants, unfortunately. Boo. Sorry. Sorry. Um, but uh, we did have a really great time. Um, yeah, just a lot of new experience. For my kids, it was the first time ever on an airplane. That's insane. So that was pretty wild. And uh, they were a little nervous. Oh, well, my oldest daughter was a little nervous about flying. But once you know we got in the air, she, she calmed right down. So yeah. it wasn't like a big thing. But... Um, my youngest had talked about maybe wanting to be a pilot, so this was pretty interesting. Two very different takes. <laughs> yes, this was very interesting. This was her first time on a plane, and she had a great time, so it was good. See, I have a husband who is afraid to be on planes. Gotcha. But he overcame that. That's uh, good. It's not a crippling fear then. Uh, it was. Oh wow! At okay. one point, um, right. but uh, he kind of desensitized himself by watching like YouTube videos. Okay. Hey, that, um, that exposure therapy sort of, yes. of a sort. Yeah. yeah. And he took a shorter trip because Dougie and I did go on our honeymoon. I was going to say. Finally. Yes. Uh, how many weddings before the honeymoon? Uh, three. Three weddings. Three and weddings and a honeymoon. And a honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's. I'd watch that movie. Yeah. That's a, a nice movie where you have a bunch of mini micro COVID weddings. Yeah. And, and then, then you wait a very long time to go on your honeymoon. And um, I'm a big fan of the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes. So we did stay for a few nights in the Forgetting Sarah Marshall Hotel in Hawaii. Now, I will preface this by saying this was the worst summer of my entire life. Yeah, let's back up a moment (laughs) because I'm not going to say that the podcast hiatus was because of any one thing. But this was the most major thing. But this was a big thing. Yeah. So 
unfortunately, was it in June of last year? It was June, yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, there was a bit of a mishap. I fell in a ditch. Mm -hmm. And not just just, uh, a regular old fall. It was a fall that then resulted in... would you say shattering or uh, it breaking? Shattering? Both. Okay. Oh, all of the all above. All of the above. I broke three bones in my ankle and shattered half of it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The doctors said it was such an extraordinary break that they brought others to look at it. Always great when you get to be an example for others to learn from. Yes. Feels great. Um, they re-broke my leg. Whoops. Yeah, I've because, heard that has to yep, happen sometimes. So yeah. they had to re-break it. I was awake for that. Um, I uh, have unpleasant three yeah. metal plates and about 21 screws. It's around 21. I don't know how many. You are now a bionic woman. It's titanium. Yep. So yes. Um, I told Dougie that if I am cremated, I'll just be a pile of hardware. <laughs> that is fantastic. Yes, that's a nice thing to say to your spouse. Yeah, always um, nice. Always nice. So I fell. Uh, mm-hmm. The I had a major surgery. Mm-hmm. Well, you know this, but yep. th- no, no, this no. is Tell the this, people. this is why the podcast Tell the um, went on hiatus, uh, mostly because I was relearning how to walk. Yeah, you know, some minor stuff like physical that. therapy simulator. Yeah, but in real life. Yeah, yeah, so, you were larping. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, I was larping. Um, I had thirty staples that's in my leg. That's a lot of staples. That's a lot of staples. It is pr- some pretty gnarly scars. Yeah. But. Chick stick scars, though. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's good, though. But. Um, so that was pretty much my whole summer. Yeah, that does take and up I a lot of time. And I worked up to our honey. Like, I was working yeah, up to our honeymoon. Of course, because that was already booked. You didn't want to miss anything I had to miss my family vacation, which we right. take every year, mm-hmm. because I had to have my eye on the prize, which was our honeymoon, Yes, um, which we have had planned for a year, a Definitely. year and a half. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yep. Um, and we went to Hawaii. Now, over the summer, Hawaii also was on fire. Whoops. Yeah. Another point. Yep. So... We were on a completely different island. Mm-hmm. Than the, fa- the, the fires in Maui. Yeah, we were in Oahu. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really beautiful. It was really great. We went on a kayaking turtle tour. Ooh, that sounds delightful. It, it really was. Um, but I was in a walking boot for the entirety. Yeah, that's not ideal. Especially that's not, not on, ideal. on a 10-hour flight yeah that's uh i am not a hundred percent sure i'd like to look into this but i'm not really sure that airline seats are currently maybe built for humans now i think at one time they were but they don't seem to hit fit many adults my children were fine in the airline seats they had space they were good any adult that i saw though was miserable not comfortable not comfortable at all especially dougie is a, a pretty tall guy. Yeah, he's a tall guy, for sure. Absolutely. Um, and he was miserable on the way back. I mean, I had to get up a few times. Now, my flight was nowhere near as long as yours. Was yours direct? direct mine was flight? direct, yes. Yeah, mine was, mine was direct as well. But, but, again, it was only a fraction of the time that you were in the air. 
And uh, but I had to get up several times just to not even use the restroom, just to move around, stretch my leg a little bit. I and, had to stretch. Yeah. I had to stretch my my bad leg because the yeah. bones healed. But I have. I'm just getting used to a having a cankle for the rest of my life, and b um, the metal that is just adhered to my bones mm-hmm. now forever. Maybe you can just get really into tall boots and like high tops. Maybe you switch it up. I mean, I, I do wear Doc Martens pretty much all through the winter. Well, that's good. So yeah, that'll, that, that'll be good. That's good. Yeah. Um, at my job, yep. Um, people, because I'm walking without the boot just slowly. Mm-hmm. Now, um, is this on doctor's orders? Uh, physical therapist. Yes. Okay. Yes. They said so, try it without. Yes. So because easy. I'm yeah. weight bearing right. on my leg now. Um, however, the scar is a little scary to people sure yeah it can um, be a little uh, yeah unnerving sure yeah, so a bit. um people cover their eyes when they're looking at me like i'm a hideous monster yeah that's unfortunate yeah um it's behavior like that that will make you question which side you're going to take in the great ro- robot wars because now you are a bionic uh, yes, woman i am a bionic so woman so now if we keep being mistreated by the humans you may side with the robots um, we'll have to see one of uh my co-workers was talking about chat gbt mm-hmm. yeah i'm familiar um and she said that she always says please and thank you when she's asking chat gbt a question mm, okay um because when the robots take over she wants our robo- robot overlords to be um, kind, yes, benevol- benevolent yeah. to her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she always says, please and thank you. You're the best. <laughs> That's really nice. Yeah. Now, I know that some people do the same thing with uh, your different voice, Alexas and series and things like that. A lot of people sometimes say thank use, you. Yes, please and thank you with them as well. I think that's perhaps a nice that's, thing to do. Perhaps that's similar. Yeah. Um, I will say this. A lot of people were scared um, by over the summer. I don't know if you knew this happened. I'm not on sure. Snapchat. Okay. They have an AI that you can interact with, which oh. why like I get why it's like Smarter Child mm, on okay. on AIM. I'm familiar with that, but I, I Smarter Child yeah, was it's a bot, but but an AI powered bot, right? But Smarter Child was not very smart and not would just really, say no. the same things over and over At again. At the time, it oh, was pretty it was, cool and groundbreaking for sure. It was just AI learning from us, and then, yeah. um. I guess over the summer, I, d- I am not the biggest Snapchat user. I'm not a big Snapchatter. Yeah, uh, I used to be. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I remember that. Yep. I, yep, there was a time when I was super into Snapchat, but this summer I really didn't have anything to snap. I mean, how many pictures of your leg? How many pictures of my you? leg yeah. and my living room yeah. would you like to see? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, a lot of people were frightened because the Snapchat AI posted a story and it looked like a picture of like a wall or ceiling. Oh. And it that was unnerving and people found that to be very yeah, creepy. That could be weird. So maybe yeah. not talk to the Snapchat AI. Hmm. But who mm. am I to judge? If you want to talk to Snapchat AI, go for it. Yeah. Just say please and thank you. <laughs> That's right. Definitely we wanna be wanna be nice uh, to our robot overlords. Yes. All right. So, th- so that's pretty much up to speed. Um, that's well, as we said, we d- did do quite a bit of gaming uh, over the summer, and we are going to talk about that for sure. I um, was immobile. <laughs> right, after the break, 
Uh, so after will, the break. Yes, we will talk about that stuff after the break. But before we do, uh, we want to start our show the way we start every show. And that is by taking a dip into the bargain bin. The bargain bin's a little shallow today. Yeah, you know, uh, this uh, little uh, hiatus did give us a chance to sort of reflect. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, some one of the things we still love getting deals on games. But one of the things we were talking about is, hey, maybe we'll cut it back to one each because we don't want that to be a huge portion of the show, especially if someone ends up catching up on the podcast a little bit later. And then things aren't bargains anymore right they might be missing out on it so if we just shrink that segment a little bit then it doesn't become as prominent a piece uh, of the show so again we'll probably have a similar length of the show but maybe the intro will be a little longer or the talk on the end might be a little longer Um, but you know we just uh, decided to take a look at things uh, since we had the time all right, Em. So, what is your one and only entry in the bargain bin this week? What's your my one and only is one I'm going to buy. All right, always a good. Sign. It is called Cat Lateral Damage Remeowstered. I know something about being damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Cat Lateral Damage Remeowstered is four ninety nine. It's mm-hmm. its lowest price ever. It's fourteen. It's usually fourteen ninety nine, and it's sixty six percent off. So, as it is described by Nintendo, the premier first-person destructive house cat simulator is back with a vengeance. So, you are a house cat. You are not very happy with your owners, so you are going to destroy their house. Oh, my goodness. Okay. See, I don't have a cat like this. No, this is My cat is the most mild-mannered sweetest baby she doesn't even destroy furniture she was never she was feral and she did pee and poop in a couple of house plants but i don't really blame her because she was living outside yeah for sure absolutely so it took her a little bit she did kill one of my avocado trees thanks a lot harper but it's what she knows it was what she knew Mm -hmm. um and it was a surprise for me when i'm like why is this dead What's the deal here? And it's filled with pee and poop. Yeah. So Harper is now a, a genius and uses a litter robot, which is a robot assistant, mm-hmm. robot overlords. Yep. Um, so she has her robot assistant that handles her um, ex- excretions. Yes. Hopefully she's being kind to the robot. She this. definitely is. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, so in cat lateral damage, um, you get to run around as a cat. Destroy things like toilet paper, knock things over. Maybe you want to get some rage out. I'm thinking this might be a good game uh, for my youngest daughter. She loves Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. Oh, this would be perfect. And so this seems right up the alley. look at the cat. It's an adorable cat. (laughs) Adorable cat. A nice little tuxedo cat. Mm -hmm. Um, So I definitely would get this game it's kind of like lumbear jack where you're destroying the forest but all for good but when you're the cat it's not for good no no not as much but you're a cat yeah and definitely that sounds my doesn't want to get up to a little mischief my oldest dog yeah um dougie is a real beer nerd so he likes to go to different breweries Mm -hmm, save mm -hmm. the cans i know that yeah yeah and he has the cans on a shelf yes um which i am turning into like a some kind of collage i'm gonna take all the art off Ooh, that'd be cool. because here's why 
Mm. Our oldest dog, Milo, who is more cat-like and destructive than any of our... Well, Josie's more dog-like. Milo, when he gets mad mm-hmm. or he's in the kitchen and he wants to be in the den or he's trying to get your attention and you're not paying attention to him, will take his paw and knock over all the cans. He hates yeah. these cans. <laughs> Great line from the jerk. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and because he, he, he probably knows like, oh, this will get him. This will get the man. I'm going <laughs> to knock over all these cans. Yeah, that'll teach. So him. we do say he hates these cans. He hates these cans. <laughs> that is a great movie that I rewatched not that long ago. It is it, not. It, it is not politically correct. <laughs> oh, no. There's some troubling. There's some troubling stuff in there, but uh, it is still very funny. It's, 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 it's still a very funny movie. It's a classic Steve Martin movie. But again, it was made at a different time, and it shows in many ways. Yeah. Yes, but yeah. I, it's it's not like it's trying to be, um, like malicious. In no, intent. no, I don't think it is. But um, and I think yeah. th- when you're watching it, and you realize like, oh, this this would never be made today. No. But is it malicious? It's not malicious. No, I don't think it is. No, I don't think it is. All right. So uh, my entry in the bargain bin, I kind of cheated. It's a bundle. Oh, all right, all right, I see you. Yeah, uh, so, but um, only because that is definitely the best deal here. Each of these games is on sale by themselves, but the best deal is definitely the bundle. It's part of the Accidental Queens collection, Ooh. is the name of the collection. Uh, it is on sale. That sounds like a romance novel. It does. <laughs> uh, on the Nintendo eShop for $3.74. That's 75 The whole bundle? The whole bundle. Oh. $3.74. That is 75% off its normal price. This matches its previous low. Um, you have a few days left uh, to check it out. Can I guess what it's about before you tell me? Uh, <laughs> that's going to be tough. But um, Are you accidentally in Queens, no, New York? No, no, it does not. Did you accidentally become the queen? Not that I'm aware of. But Then I don't understand this. <laughs> okay, so it includes the series of lost phone games. Which, oh. you, which I believe probably have strong female I, characters. In I them. have played Lost Phone yes. games. So there's a few of those in here. But then also we have a game called Alt Frequencies, which is really interesting. Alt Frequencies. Do you have a pirate radio station? Kind of. It's an audio mystery game where you use the airwaves to open the world's eyes to the truth. That sounds uh, like Josie and the Pussycats. Record, rewind time, and broadcast snippets of radio shows to expose radio hosts conspiracy theorists, politicians, underground activists, and a dog. A dog? <laughs> yeah, so uh, it definitely seems like an interesting game and an interesting angle. And uh, I've really been on an investigative game kick, 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 kick yeah. lately. Uh, so this might fit right in. Again, the Accidental Queens Collection on sale for $3.74 on the Nintendo eShop. Certainly worth checking out uh, especially at that price i mean that is well within the import for impulse, all of those impulse territory games? yeah that's for sure. great uh so one more time yours is cat lateral damage remeowstered and it's 4.99 it's lowest price ever that's 66 percent off of 14.99 perfect oh perfect perfect nailed it all <laughs> right uh, so we are going to move right along, and um, I, we're going to just briefly touch on what we're currently playing right now, uh, but we're really going to get to, uh, after the break, we'll really talk about what we've played this summer. But what's what's occupying your time just like right now in the last week or two? Um, 
I will get more into this after the break because I'm playing um, Coral Island mm-hmm. on the Steam Deck. So Dougie bought himself a Steam Deck. Nice. Um, Little did he realize. Li- that I would break my ankle and now it is my Steam Deck. Yes. And he will get and to I'm touch a bad it. sharer. Yeah. <laughs> I pass kindergarten, but not sharing. <laughs> um, no, I'm a good sharer, but uh, Steam Deck, it's. I've been playing a lot of games on the Steam Deck. I like it because the screen is bigger. Yep. But it gets extraordinarily hot. Now, for those who don't know, the Steam Deck is a handheld device similar to a Switch, but as you mentioned, the Steam. The, the, uh, screen is a little bigger. Mm-hmm. It itself is a little thicker. Yes. But the advantage is that it's put out by the corporation Valve, which owns Steam. Steam, where most PC users have a lot of so games, or there's a lot of great sales on Steam. Yes. Lot, you know. So and mo- a lot of games come to Steam first before, before they come to other any places. other platforms. Right. So there's a lot of benefits in that way. So. Um, it's really it, a handheld that's been getting a lot of attention. It dies very quickly. Yeah, the battery life is not terrific because um, it's pretty powerful, which is great. But then also you sacrifice that battery life. And it gets very hot. Yeah, because again, not a like, lot of, like, you know, yeah. hotty, not no, like not that. No, not like that, but no. temperature, literally temperature, temperature-wise. It, the fan is going in there. disturbingly warm. Yeah. But... I've been playing some things on the Steam Deck, um, and right now I am playing Coral Island. It is a fantastic game, and mm-hmm. it's right in the FAFO realm. Right in that wheelhouse of oh, crazy games? Oh, it is, it is yeah. all of those abo- and, and more. So I'll, I'll talk about that after the break. Uh, what have you been playing? So I've been playing a lot, and again, we'll talk more about it for sure after the break, but... Um, what I've just been playing over the last uh, couple of days has been a game called um, uh, Kingdom Two Crowns. Kingdom okay, two is that crowns. Th- the so, number two or two? Yeah, the number two. Okay, Kingdom Two Crowns, and the reason it's called Two Crowns is because it is it does have a local co-op mode that you okay. can play, uh, or you can just play it single player for sure. But it's a very interesting game. It's side-scrolling left to right. Um, it's kind of a tower defense game. Now, in a traditional tower defense game, you have an overhead map. Yes. And there's, like, little enemies that follow a path. And you set up towers along that path to cut down the enemies before they make it to the goal. Whatever, usually, like, your base or something. A castle. Something you need to protect. Right. So this is similar. However, it's side-scrolling left to right. So enemies will come in every night from the left and the right. Um and you have to do you have to set up you know kingdom walls and then like archers and okay. little spearmen and stuff like that but it's just really interesting the game has almost no tutorial whatsoever oh almost none you just <laughs> have to kind of figure it out and in a traditional tower defense game you are earning money that you then turn around and spend to upgrade towers and things like that or buy new towers here you're also earning money except you don't know how much money you have exactly. You just have a, it's all, it's a pixel art game. But okay. you just have a pix, a pouch that you can see in the upper right-hand corner. And it's either full. Coins. It, coins are overflowing from it. 
Like, so you're losing your money. Sometimes you have too many coins and you pick up coins, new coins, and it's just spilling oh, I out. I would lose so many coins. It's just spilling out I everywhere. pick up everything. So like you want to spend your spend your coins. But again, there's lots of mechanics in the game. I love needlessly spending yeah. my coins. Oh, <laughs> right up your alley then. Um, but there's lots of mechanics in this game that you don't know what's going on. Like, And it doesn't tell you about any of them. You just got to kind of figure it out by spending money. You know, or by, you know, like way further than I should have into the game, I realized once you get your main area, your main base up to a certain level, you can deposit coins to a little guy who will put them in the castle for you to save your coins for later. I'm wasting coins left and right, <laughs> losing coins everywhere. But then I realized, I'm like, wait a minute, what's this guy? So, do? like, your accountant. Kind of, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, what's this guy doing? He has a little official outfit, and he's standing here near my my, my uh, main, like, castle area. And I'm like, what happens if I just give him a bunch of coins? And then I see the guy pick up the coins, and he puts them in the castle. And then later, I was out of coins, I walked over to him, and he gives me some back. I'm like, look at that. It's like a banking mechanic I didn't even know about. Wow. But it's an interesting little game. And then again, it's fun to play with the kids because then I can have every once in a while, if they want to hop in, they can hop in and I just switch to co-op. And then they have their own little person running around and helping. With the coins. Yeah, just helping collect the coins. And, and, I need and then you can go to a different island and you have to do it again under slightly different circumstances. It's hmm. a really interesting little game. Uh, so I've been playing that uh, a little bit lately. I need a you little know. guy who gives me coins. Kingdom Two Crowns. Yes, I would sign up for that right <laughs> now, for sure. All right. So that's just what we're currently uh, playing. There is more, of course, but we'll touch on that a little bit more uh, again after the break. So uh, before we get to the break, M, I think it's only right. It's our first show in a long time that we bring it back with a vengeance. Reality TV of the week. <laughs> All we right. are back. <laughs> M, uh, I understand that you've had some time to watch <sighs> some TV. TV oh, because yeah. <laughs> you haven't been super mobile. No. Reality TV of the summer. I'm late, but no. Yes, <laughs> it is. Yes. Reality TV of the summer. So what this summer, we got to catch us up. What reality TV was grabbing your attention this summer? Obviously, we can't go through everything, but... What were some standouts? What were some things? Okay. First of all, the Bear Cam is back. Bear Cam. Now that's reality TV. Otis has returned. People were questioning. He's, he's. Did he he die? Yes. He is a very, he only had one like canine tooth left Mm. last year. Right. So people were really sweating if Otis was going to return or not. And he came back. And he's back at the falls. He's not looking so hot, but he's back. And he's fishing. He's sitting in his office. So the bear cam is back um, on the, on I want to say the Instagram or the Facebook or both. Katmai uh, National Park has been posting bear ears. And you have to guess which bear they belong to. And guess who got 100%. I don't even need to guess. I know it's you. You're the only person in my life. Every time I see a bear now in real life, I'm like... I've never seen a bear in real life. Well, no. no, Well, I have seen real bears in real life. Don't they eat a lot of yogurt? I mean, anytime I see any... Yes. Well, that was only, thankfully, a couple of times. But uh, anytime I see bears, I just mean a picture of a bear, uh, a video of a bear, anything Mm bear-related, I think of you. I think of him immediately. Well, I do do love the bear cam. um, And... Fat Bear Tuesday is 
fast approaching. So the first Tuesday in October is Fat Bear Tuesday, where the winner of the Fat Bear competition, because, you know, you vote online for your favorite fat bear. It can be just the favorite bear in your heart, the bear that is the fattest, Mm -hmm. or the bear that you think gained the most weight over the time. It's, It's your own, make your own criteria. Yeah, just whatever. Whatever you whatever feel feels right. Whatever bear feels right for you, that's the one you can vote for. But Otis did come back to us. So triumphant return. Triumphant return. I think you know. Otis might. That could garner some votes. That um, could garner some votes. So the bear camera, um, and and people who have just started watching the bear camera have come up to me at work, mm-hmm. and they're like. Oh, the bears. And they're they're talking about the bears by name. All right. So I don't sound like a lunatic that as much. Perfect. Yes. Well, I mean, I do. Because we got more bear fans coming around. Finally. Finally. What out a time of, to be alive. Woods. Out of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So I did also, and this isn't reality TV, but I did also see Barbie three times. I also saw Barbie with my uh, with my family. Who, Very good. Who do you think I saw Barbie with? Pokemon Ken. <laughs> uh, I absolutely, who, it was great. side note, also took me to the emergency room. <laughs> Pokemon Ken stepping up. Pope- Pokemon Ken is such a good friend. No, he, he really is. Absolutely. No took, doubt. Um, so I did go, um, and he will be getting the I Am Kenuff sweatshirt. Excellent. But it's a pre-order from Mattel. Because Pokemon Ken has really helped me so much this summer. I fell in the hole while Dougie was um, away away in mm-hmm. California. And yeah, it was it was it was a real real debacle. It really was. Yeah. It was not I spilled uh, not an ice cream as I fell. I was yeah. wearing um, an all I was we were at an all white dress party. Oh my goodness. So we're looking fancy. In white. Both Pokemon Ken and I won best dressed that night. That is wonderful. Because it was on a boat. And we were dressed as a captain and like a sailor. And so I had a little sailor hat and like a kerchief. And I'm wearing this dress and it has a crinoline. And for those of you who don't know what a crinoline is, it's like the puffy thing you put under skirts to make them fluff up. So I look ridiculous. I felt when I (laughs) fell... When I fell, I was so excited not to fall, but I had this ice cream from mm. this really good ice cream place. Yep. It was a hot fudge sundae. And as I fell, I spilled it all over myself. And they asked Pokemon Ken in the hospital if it was blood. <laughs> now. So, no, I just look like a dirty piece of toilet paper. Yes. Yeah. Um. Where did you pick up this dirty sailor? Yes. Well, actually, when I fell, I just started throwing things around. Like, I threw my phone on the lawn. I threw my ice cream. I threw my hat. I threw my shoes. So I was not wearing any shoes because my foot was rapidly swelling up. Right. That's You might have had to cut the shoes off if that So <laughs> that my fo- even yeah. if Dougie tried, D- Dougie tried to FaceTime me. Yeah. Um, but... One of our friends was at my house. Instead, he picks up the phone, my phone, 
that he picked up off the lawn because he did he did clean up the lawn. Well, that was good. Of uh, the spoons and the ice cream and the sailor hat and et cetera, et cetera. The accoutrement. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, the after the fall, right. the Humpty Dumpty yeah. accoutrement. Yeah. He picks up the phone for Dougie and says, "Don't freak out." But M is in the hospital and hangs up. <laughs> so I'm going to say that maybe wasn't the best way. <laughs> you know, in maybe more details, even if you don't have a lot of them, might be better than less in that scenario. So when people ask what happened to you, I just tell them I fell. Right. Because there are many moving parts to this. That's a lot happening. It's like, how much time do you have? Yes. Yeah. Because it's... There's a... It's, it's a saga. Yes. So... Um, as I was crying in the emergency room covered in ice cream because I thought I can't go on my honeymoon now. Right. You're looking at a, a whole summer, on, you know. Pokemon Ken just kept repeating, just think about Barbie. Just just think about Barbie. Barbie's coming up. Yes, Barbie, Barbie was coming remember. out yep, yep. In, um, a, in like a month after I fell. Yes, right. So we went to see Barbie at 11 a.m. <laughs> when the real fans go. Let's be real. That's the real The movies fan. had basically just opened. Yeah. We went to see Barbie. Breakfast and a movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we went to brunch after that. There you go. Right. <laughs> um, I loved Barbie so much. Barbie was wonderful. And so Very then I good. saw Barbie again with our friend Diana. Nice. And then I saw Barbie again. I went to my first drive-in movie, and I saw Barbie. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So I saw Barbie three times. The second time I went, when I went with Diana, we were dressed for Barbie. Nice, um, nice. But. We all dressed up for Barbie as well. Oh, we all wore, we all as wore a family? Pink. Yep. Um, yep. We all wore pink for Barbie. Barbie. I will. I I talked it up so much. I didn't ruin anything. But my mother Jane, mm-hmm. who is, she hates the movie theater. There are a lot of things that Jane hates. Strong opinions. Strong. Yes. And yeah. I'm not saying she dislikes. She hasn't been to the movies since 2006. Oh my goodness. Uh huh. That's it a was, long time ago. It was like they were they were going on an anniversary. Like my parents, my mom and my stepdad were on like an anniversary date, and they saw Julie and Julia. Okay, which is yeah, uh, came out a long time ago. Yeah, my mother went to the movies, and she, the whole time she talked about you know these people don't appreciate it. I wish I went with you, and it's true. So Barbie, I love Barbie. I did not see Oppenheimer, and they didn't have a, a Barbenheimer. No Barbenheimer for you? No, no. Barbenheimer. Even, no. like, events where it was back-to-back, I feel like the drive-in should have done Barbenheimer. It seems like that was a, a layup. Yes. Yeah, it should have so been. So I did not see Oppenheimer um, because I was already depressed. Sure, yeah, I that's, mean, a, that's a heavy I'm one. I'm not saying because bar- Barbie, a lot of people just went in. A lot of kids were at Barbie, like little kids. Yeah, yeah. And... Barbie isn't a little kids movie. No, I mean my youngest daughter was ten, and we said like, all right, we're gonna bring her because I, I think she'll it's understand. It's PG thirteen. Yeah, She's I mean she'll understand some of it, and it's fine. But like, it's not like a little little kid movie for no, sure. There's have a lot of really innuendo yeah, and things like yeah, that, which they'll miss, which I is know. fine. But like, you know, there's definitely some serious themes that, you know, we'll get them thinking yeah, about yeah. 
their place in the universe. Sure. So yeah. do you want to be depressed at Barbie or do you want to be depressed at Oppenheimer? Personally, I'd rather be depressed at Barbie. No, definitely. I'm definitely with you on that for sure. Um, I plan on seeing Oppenheimer at some point. but At like, some point, but at my house. It's three yeah, hours long. Yeah, right, right. I'm not going to sit in the movie theater with a broken ankle for three hours. No, no. No matter how comfortable Killian I am. Killian Murphy isn't that. even that hot anymore. <laughs> Ooh, shots fired. That um, is shots fired. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, take that. Um, but uh, <laughs> He's no Ryan Gosling <laughs> yeah. as Ken. That yeah. was... Yeah. Ooh, he's going to win some awards for that. We'll see. We'll see. But I... You know what? So Barbie was great. I enjoyed Barbie quite a bit, and uh, the girls enjoyed it. And I think um, your appreciation for that movie can be different based on just how you grew up yep, and just what your upbringing was like as a man or as a woman. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I think there's a lot that goes into that for sure. Um, so... Also, with I think the as themes, a parent, my mom yeah. wished she saw it with me. Right, right. I think that there's definitely, definitely things to be said about that. For what are sure. what were the girls' favorite Barbies? I don't recall at the moment. Because do you yeah. know what my favorite Barbies? What was are? your favorite Barbie? Spice Girls Barbies. Spice Girls Barbies. <laughs> nice. Yep. Oh, you mean their favorite in real life? Yeah. I thought you meant in the movie. No, no, no. Their oh, favorite oh, in their like favorite what? In what was their life. favorite? Oh no, I, I couldn't necessarily identify a favorite. They had, they both have had lots weird, of Barbies. weird Barbie. Lots of Barbies, but yes, weird Barbie was <laughs> very fun in the movie. But everyone has a weird Barbie. It's true. Oh my goodness, absolutely, everyone uh-huh. has. The a head weird popped bar- off. You try to put it back on, and it's the neck is all right. the neck is all yeah. crooked. It looks like she needs yeah. to see like a chiropractor. It's often half naked. It's, yes, uh, you know, mismatched clothes. It's all no shoes. Place. Yeah, no. Barbies shoes never are, have shoes on after you get them because the shoes. Gone. Yes, or you get eaten by a pet. Yep, dogs Pets eat. Dogs love, love Barbie shoes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that definitely happens, but. Uh, so it was just, uh, I, I am really interested on how that movie got made. Like, I, I'm so surprised that Mattel was willing to allow, like, it, it turned out to be a phenomenon, which is incredible. But I'm really. But that's only because Mattel was willing to, to point at yeah. themselves and there are problematic parts, but they were able to, they were steering into it. They I were know. like, okay. I mean, it wasn't, you know, they weren't it wasn't hard trashing themselves, yeah. but. But still, there was definitely some things to be said about, you know, about oh, Barbie's role and, in and society. And, 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 and Barbie herself, you know, oh, I'm, a, I, the, the women, everything's great for them. Right. Yeah. So, no, you know, and really they really took something. a look. Yeah. Um, and I think people's opinions of Barbie says a lot about Sure. No, I definitely think that's true for sure. It's a yeah. it's a fun movie. Um, when I said I went with Pokemon Ken, I also Dougie was there too, but it's fun. It's more fun <laughs> to say that I went with Pokemon Ken. Sure. Um, but Dougie loved Barbie. Yeah. Um, and and Dougie and I have very different tastes in things, but I think sure it was. I think it was more subversive than people thought it was going to be yeah i definitely think that's true and, and like it wasn't just a vapid pink barbies running no, around no, and i think that's it what a lot of people who are sure like no it's that's that's not it and ryan gosling oh my god he was so funny very very funny and like i just the song that i he saw sings some too. i saw some people getting upset uh I saw men primarily i saw some men upset on social media and yes. other places and i was like you missed it you just you didn't get it. You you just missed. It's not for it you. It's not for right that. over your head. It's, if, if you're getting really upset about it, 
I think there was a disconnect and you just did not pick up on what they were putting down and that's okay. Okay, you didn't, but like it clearly, you just missed it. I think my favorite line from the whole movie is let me play my guitar at you. Let me play my guitar at you. <laughs> because yes, when that's, they're all on the beach. Yes, right? yes. And they're and they're I'm not gonna say what song, but it yeah. was very well well, well chosen. Done. Well done. And yeah. but a lot of women can relate to that, mm-hmm. especially women who date have dated musicians. Not saying <laughs> most most of my exes are mu- musicians. Let me play my guitar at you. There you go. Yeah, that's there you go. All right. All right Before we so, get to the break, what else we got? All right, so that was a good Barbie talk, though. Yeah. Well, I, you know, that was the thing I was most excited for. We got a lot to catch up on. And I, Barbie was definitely one of them. I had basically nothing to look forward to. <laughs> In the sea of darkness that was this summer. I had a Barbie pink cast. Yes. And yep. I was like, my mom's like, oh, you're going to go see Barbie. You have your Barbie cast because I was in a plaster cast for a while. And then they said, oh, we can take it off before Barbie. I'm like, do it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Fine. I'm not keeping this cast on just for the gimmick. Even though I do a lot of things for the bit. Yeah. I don't. Not that. I mean, I I basically did a one-woman show for Getting Sarah Marshall while I was in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, So that was something. And I'm not divorced. There you go. All so, good. reality TV of the week um, or of the summer. Really? Yeah. Um, one will be of this week. One will be of the summer. I started re-watching Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. So, Vanderpump Rules, I, we got into it a lo- like a little bit that it was very scandalous. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I listened to myself talking. I'm pronouncing people's names wrong on the podcast because oh, okay. I, I didn't know anything about Vanderpump. Oh, I'm deep into you it. You were just a Vanderpump baby at that time. I was. Yeah. I, I'm like, oh, I'll watch the new season because people are really Talking up in, it up. Up yeah, in yeah, arms yeah. about it. They had to re-pick up shooting because it was that dramatic. Mm. Um, so I decided to start from the beginning of Vanderpump, season one, where people are just in young, the beginning. young babies working at the sexy, unique restaurant known as Sir. Mm-hmm. And... It's like seeing a Greek tragedy be- unfold, mm-hmm. like in media res. Like I am seeing, I know what's going to happen to these people. Yes. And then I'm watching it build up, which I highly recommend you do. On Like to see something like that, like where they are now. In the new season, none of them work at the restaurant. No. But they're like wannabe actors, wannabe singers, wannabe whatever, and they're working at this West Hollywood restaurant, just clawing their way because it's so expensive to live there. Now they're on a reality show, and it is so dramatic. And what I can't understand for the life of me is why they can't date outside their immediate circle because that would cause, like, their lives would be so much easier if they weren't always dating each other. (laughs) They don't need easy. They don't want easy. I, I sense they want drama. Oh, and it I, is dramatic. I caught about, I don't know, 20 minutes of this show when I came to visit you one time. This <laughs> I forgot. And <laughs> I was watching it constantly, and I would yes. make anyone who came to visit me watch it, too. And um, in just that short amount of time, <laughs> it just was immediately apparent that... The life force that these people thrive on is drama. 
It's, and Dougie has watched all of it as well. Mm-hmm. So kudos to Dougie. But Diana right. was over, um, our our friends are, they had their bachelor party and bachelorette party. Dougie was on the bachelor party and um, Diana was over my house for the whole weekend to help me ar- around because I obviously wasn't as mobile but i made diana watch so much vanderpump and i thought i was torturing her but she was had glowing reviews of it after it was so funny and that is funny because i would not predict that that would be her cup of i know and her fiance was like <clears throat> what what is vanderpump rules so no she she got into it nice uh, a lot of people uh, got into it because I was so hardcore watching it. Right. They're like, oh, I guess I'll watch it now too. Yeah. Um, so Vanderpump Rules, if you need something, because a lot of the time I just needed like mindless. Sure, yeah, something you in the can background. Start, you don't have to watch every episode because they repeat themselves so much. Yeah, right. And they bring up the same old drama all the time. There's things you have to close watch, and there's things that you don't have to close no. watch. Like, I started watching, uh, not not reality television, but I started watching a little bit of uh, Only Murderers in the Building. Oh. Uh, or Diana, Only Murders in the Building. Sorry, not Diana Murders. likes that show, and she and told me to watch it. It's very cool. You cannot be paying attention to anything else, though. You have to give your full attention and that's to why the show because it's a mystery-style show. And I know. Little things, little hints, little clues. You have to be paying attention. But this is not that. I was in so much pain. I didn't care. I was just watching, mindlessly watching television for weeks. Um, So now I'll get into reality TV of the week for this week. Sure, yeah. um, Because it's it's on. Um, We're up to today. Below Deck, Down Under. All right. Now we've heard of Below Deck before, and I... There is are many iterations. I feel of, like we've heard this iteration before. Yes. Oh, we have. But okay. this season, it's like very. But this is a new season. Yes. Of Below, so Below, Below Deck, Deck it's Under. the second season of Below Deck Down Under. So obviously they are in Australia. Captain Jason, who's a hottie. Mm-hmm. Like. Certified. Yeah. Not like like the Steam Deck is a hottie. Like, ow, my hands. No. Um, so. Now, to be fair, we don't actually know his temperature. He I don't. Could also be very warm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. But from a distance, we were able to tell. Certified. Certified hottie. hottie. Got it. Um, so below deck, down under. Um, some returning. Um, Cast members. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that. Some some returning. Um, some new, and um, they actually. It was it was a big deal this season because um, one of the crewmates was inappropriate with one of the women, mm-hmm. um, and he was fired on the spot. Whoa! Right there. Yep. They sent him off, mm-hmm. and he was fired on the spot. Wow! All right. um, Captain Jason doesn't he doesn't play that game. Nope. So that was um, a big thing on social media. Um, Captain Jason's been very strict this season but it's just it's a fun show to watch uh so it's still on and i would highly recommend it and then my last tv entry because dougie and i just finished it Mm -hmm. is a show also on peacock um called killing it killing it killing it um now this is a traditional, more traditional drama, though. This is not this. Like it's a, a, a it's a sitcom. Well, it's a sitcom, so it's not. It's definitely not a, uh, a reality but it's, TV. It's but it's very sweet. Okay. Um, 
it's about this guy. He's kind of hard on his luck. He has his ex-wife and he has a daughter. Um, he's always trying to hustle and make money. Mm-hmm. And ev- and he's always trying to be a good person, but it's it's... He sees his brother who is involved in some nefarious activities and his brother is succeeding and he's not. Mm, So it's kind of, he needs $20,000 to start a saw palmetto berry farm because pharmaceutical companies really want these saw palmetto berries for their men's health. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and it features Craig Robinson. That's who. That's office. who I was trying yeah. to say, but oh, I, I had a brain fart. Yep. <laughs> um, they. He ends up, and this is in the. This is like what the first season is about. He ends up in a snake killing competition. Oh. Um, which, the state of Florida takes place in Florida. The state of Florida, is paying people, to kill these. Snakes, because they're um, like an ecological threat. Right. So, whoever catches and kills the most snakes will win twenty thousand dollars. So that is what the show is about. It has. It's so sweet, though. Too Um, nice. You don't expect that the two main characters are are in it to like because they're in love. It's because they're friends, and it's just it's very sweet. Oh, that's awesome. Um, we watched that, and we watched Mrs. Davis on Peacock, too. Okay. I watched a lot. To be fair, I watched a lot of TV this summer. <laughs> there was a lot of time. A lot of Mrs. time. Mrs. Davis, sci-fi, highly recommend. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's that's all the TV I have for you this week. I'll have more next week. All right. Well, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. You go ahead and update your watch lists, uh, listeners at home. And we'll be back right after a quick break. Stay right there. This episode of the Friends Are Far Out podcast is brought to you by mattresses. Whether you get them online or you get them from stores, mattresses are the way to sleep. Are you currently sleeping on a carpeted or wooden floor? Upgrade to a mattress today. Mattresses, they're for sleeping. Welcome back to the Friends Are Far Out podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jay, and I'm here with M. Hello, everyone. Uh, so we hinted at it at the beginning of the show. Uh, again, the show is back after a, a summer hiatus. Uh, so we want to make sure not that we... Not for like a cool reason. <laughs> no, no. It would have been a... like, oh, we're, we're going on a below deck type excursion for two months. Goodbye. Yeah, no, no, it was not that. In fact, it's the opposite of that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Literally think of the worst thing that could happen to you. Just confined to your living room all summer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did fall when I fell in the hole, yeah. um, which sounds like a Parks and Rec bit. Yes, right. Um, the, the pit. Yeah. When I fell in the, the ditch yeah. um, in front of my home, um, it was, um, they thought the break looked like someone who had been in a car accident or a sports injury. Yes. Like, do I look like I play sports? <laughs> Hello, I am not a sports. Uh, you know, I might high, play high end athlete here. Sports like where a car plays soccer. Yeah, right, right. 
or like a ping pong of some kind. I did have to relearn yeah. to drive a car. Yeah, I bet that's difficult. Yeah, not a good time. No, no. So not good. yeah, Fafo is back now. Yes, and and it, I'm walking. <laughs> yes. So in addition to all of the uh, uh, reality TV and and movies and stuff we talked about before the break. We also played a lot of games this summer. I did. I played a lot of games. Uh, so I'm going to start one game that, of course, continued to capture my adventure, my attention rather all summer long was Tears of the Kingdom, which I'm playing on the Nintendo Switch. Of course, that's the new entry, uh, newest entry in the Zelda franchise, and um, it is the follow-up to Breath of the Wild, and it is again just another masterpiece just an incredible game that i'm uh, so much to do i am definitely in the latter portion of the game and i could go beat the game right now absolutely but you don't want to. i don't want to so it's i'm like definitely Stardew. like yeah, i, I leave it stuff. i come back yeah I'm, because I'm, i feel like my life will have a big empty hole not will. in not the kind that you fall in a metaphorical yes, hole right when i finish stardew valley right so a no. ditch of sorts no no a big <laughs> no. metaphorical ditch yes <laughs> um no so I, i've been playing that quite a bit um i still want to make sure i want to get a couple of people together and really do a deep dive on that uh and talk about tears of the kingdom dougie in, uh, has played it yep uh, i want to get my brother i think I pokemon ken has played yeah, it i want to get everybody together and see if we can not me though do a deep dive i'll just it. i'll just be the moderator yeah there you go <laughs> you can be the moderator uh on that on that episode so i don't want to get too deep into it now but again just a masterpiece and i'm absolutely loving uh that game so many surprises every time you think like you've seen everything or you've you know it, it just surprises you with something new um just a phenomenal, phenomenal entry. I, I can't believe. Um, I can't believe that Nintendo was able to create such an incredible game with Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. and then follow it up. I, I mean, I played Breath of the Wild through at least two times, maybe even three. And I mean, I thought I knew that map. I, I was like, oh, it's going to be taking place in the same version of Hyrule. Yeah. There's going to be nothing new. I, I know that map so well. Like I know Animal everything Crossing so well. Coming out with yeah. new Animal Crossing, and it was such a bummer. But uh, but no, they were able to work in so many incredible new wrinkles. That is just it's just been a joy. It's been a joy to play. So that has been amazing. Uh, but one game that we've both been playing. Yes. Uh, I didn't know you were playing. Is that. a super cool game called Dredge. Yes. And um, Dougie actually bought this on the Steam Deck. So when mm-hmm. you share a Steam Deck, you can log into your different accounts, but you can share games. Mm-hmm. So Dougie nice. bought it. And I was like, oh, this looks cool. But then he was like, it might be too scary for you. Mm, yeah, it does definitely have a little but bit of some scary vibes. I'm a crybaby loser. Admittedly. And um, I find it, I think it's a very cool game. Very cool. It's, it looks cool. Yep. Um, you you start cool to go a little style. crazy, which I can relate to. Yes, there's a panic. Yes, you start, you start to panic um, yep. if you don't make it to your port on time. Because mm-hmm. um, there's dangerous things out there in the sea. So very, it's, it's very Lovecraftian. Yes, definitely a lot of Lovecraftian vibes. Uh, so for those who don't know, this is a, a game that is centered or, uh, around fishing, but it's yes. a mystery game as well. 
It's got a bunch. It's. It it's starts out. You're taking mysterious. over for a fisherman who right. mysteriously disappeared, right. and and people are covering it up. The mayor tells you that, um, you know, he just he just left. Yeah, and your arrival on this island. You were heading here, but your arrival on this island is just starts with a shipwreck. Yes, you, you, you are you shipwrecked. Your, yeah, you wreck your ship, and you find your. But you do still find your way to this island, and. Um, don't worry, the mayor's got you covered. Yes. He has this old boat that you can, he's given to you, and you can just mm, pay it on off. On loan. Yeah, you can just <laughs> you pay, can pay it, it off. off pretty quickly, though. Yeah, you can pay it off pretty quick, but no problem. Just work for us as a fisherman, and you can pay it off. And and that begins a very interesting mystery. Um, what I like about this game, not only are the fishing mini games kind of interesting, mm-hmm. I like the way that yeah. there's some different variations there, Um when you catch a fish, it's almost sort of like a a little Tetrisy puzzle where you have to try yes. to fit every everything fish on your boat a different shape. Mm-hmm. And you have to fit it into the free space on your boat. There's only like a limited 10, 10. amount of space. Yeah, <laughs> um, so that's really interesting. Uh, those Lovecraftian vibes we talked about are really it's cool. A little, it's it's a little psychologically. It's more psychological terror. Mm-hmm. Um, what I find very mm. relatable yep. is when you've been out on your boat driving and sailing, not drive, well, driving your boat because sure, it's, sure. it's yep. a fishing boat. Yep. Um, not that I know anything about fishing or boats. No. Um, when you come back and you're all panicked and weird, people will tell you, which is very relatable. If yeah. you, you haven't got, if you've like, gone without sleep, you, you look bad. You, you should go to sleep. Yeah, you don't look okay. What's the matter? You've yeah. been out there too long. You got the sea madness. Yeah, so you, you do get the sea madness yeah. and start to panic. Um, but every little island has something interesting. There's yes. always little spots that you find here and there. There's a lot of different little side uh, things going on. So I like that it's a pretty rich world in terms of a lot going on, a lot of different fish to catch, a lot of different I will things. say some of the islands are scarier than the other ones. Definitely true. There are Definitely some true. pretty, yep. s- and there's like I'm some. I'm pretty sp- late in the game, too. Some spooky. Yeah. I'm like midway through the game. Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty late in the game. I don't know exactly, of course, because I haven't, you know, I haven't beaten the game in the past. But I definitely feel like I'm, I'm getting there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's just a really interesting, uh, interesting it little game. It starts off and you're just like, oh, I'm fishing. Yeah, yeah. And then things start to get a little spooky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can catch some different variations of fish yeah. that are very weird and strange sometimes, like mutated-looking fish. Yes. Or uh, Why know, are sort of horrific-looking fish. Yes, fish they're, they're a little case. spooky. Yeah. So, But it's a very cool, very cool game. I came out this year. And you can, so you start with just a basic fishing boat, and then you can upgrade your fishing poles. You can get a dredge line, so Mm -hmm. you're dredging things off of the ocean floor. Mm -hmm. Um, You can get crab traps, but they only last a certain amount of time before they have to be repaired. Um, And the art style is just very cool. It's very cool. There's a little book mechanic where you pick up books from different people. I like when you can, oh, because you can read while you're fishing, which Mm -hmm. I will say, knowing nothing about boats or fishing, um, when you are out on a boat, you don't read at all. No, it's um, a a peek behind the curtain. My father was a commercial fisherman for many, many years, Mm -hmm. and he is probably the most well-read person 
I know. Yeah. Because he had so much time yeah. to read. There's a lot of waiting that goes on. So you can open your book and as you're not actively reading it yourself, but your your character is reading it as the boat is traveling. Um, what I like is you find like the notes around. The notes are they're, very cool. They're very creepy and, yes. and they're very yep. vague. Some and interesting storytelling through the notes yes. and other little artifacts and things that you find. And... Um, you know, when you finish a book in the game, you get a little bonus. To Just like, as you've if you finish something. a book in real life, there you, go. you get a little bonus. Little brain bonus. Yes. yes. Um, so Your that, knowledge goes up of a different topic. Yep. So that's very cool. You can change up the equipment on your boat uh, to get some real real benefits. Your fish rot if you don't make it to yep. a, a port it. to sell. In too, yep. If you take too long. Then you'll just have a bunch of gunk. Yep. But this is where the gunk goes, I guess. There you go. There it is. Um, and it's an interesting mechanic where your time only passes in the game when you're moving yes. or when you're fishing or when you're doing something. If you just stop your boat and you're not moving, not doing anything, the time stops. But it's only when you're doing an activity like fishing or dredging or when you're actually moving that time is going. Yes. But And it goes very quick. It's not like... Oh, like a day is maybe... That panic sets in real quick. Oh, yeah. Like a full <laughs> 24 hours is... Maybe five minutes. I mean, if four that. Or five minutes. I don't even know if it's quite that much. Yeah. Uh, so again, very very cool um, is Dredge. So that's definitely worth checking out. I picked it up on sale for the Nintendo Switch, and you said uh, you picked it up on um, the Steam Deck. I didn't. Dougie, well, Dougie shared. I got it, it technically for free. I remember <laughs> talking about it. I remember just talking about it, a game that I was interested in, and I remember Dougie mentioning that that caught his eye as well. So that's yeah. So and that then makes I was a like, oh, new me. game. Yeah. Um, so why I started, I haven't finished this game and why I started it. Mm -hmm. So I've been playing Coral Island. Yes, you referenced this before. So let's um, talk a little bit more in depth about Coral so Island. So Coral Island, um, you go to fix up a farm mm -hmm. similar to others. Yep. Um, however, it's on an island and um, their coral reefs are dying. Oh, no. So... It's a lot of like diving and picking up garbage, which I love picking things up off the ground. Yeah. And I love my completing my civic responsibility, yep. which picking up garbage, um, the townspeople, there's so many of them. So you, of course, have um, romanceable NPCs, non romanceable NPCs. Um, right now, um, if you clean up enough garbage, you open up a kingdom. Of merfolk. Mm, okay. Uh, and that's a whole nother underwater map, which is very cool. You can adopt an animal, which I also like. I have a fennec fox. Ooh, that's uh -huh. nice. Yep. Uh, named Fern. Because you got to keep the alliteration going. Of course. So, Coral Island, you can farm, you can fish. The fishing mechanic is difficult at first, but then it gets really easy. It's not like Stardew Valley, where it's just difficult all the time mm -hmm. um you can they have little festivals they have it's a it's very civic minded so there's like a tree planting festival and you're planting trees with all of your fellow townspeople they have um i think the story is very rich and it's the npcs have a lot to tell you but because mm -hmm. i played the early ver early release version yep and then it got an update it got a huge update right like a week ago all of the um 
the little stories what what, what word am i looking for you know and starting va- like or, uh, like when you when you get to a certain heart level oh a heart events or yeah a, like a heart event so all these events were like yep. compiled so anytime i go anywhere it's like up oh, event up uh, event no nope. oh, so because they because they weren't there yeah, but they you weren't already there, surpassed and I was, the checkpoints yes, and i have made yeah. friends with so many people in town mm-hmm. um, because i've got that riz dripping with risk in real life and on coral island i think it's coming through on the uh, podcast it's probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but you can craft mm-hmm. it's it's very similar in that aspect but the i think because there's so many rich characters yep that anyone who really likes Stardew Valley will really enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Um, there, Definite Stardew vibes. There for sure. is yeah. a combat aspect um, that I didn't really have to fight anyone in the mines because I did the early, and now all the monsters have showed up, and I'm like, ha ha! I already got to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Yes. Um, yeah. There's a lab where you can develop equipment, like farming equipment and things oh, like cool. that. Okay. Um, you can go to the blacksmith and they'll open up all the treasure chests and things that you found. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a museum, which is r- a really cool museum. Yeah. Um, so I highly recommend it. I've been playing it. I've been playing it for 85 hours on the Steam Deck. Now, there's no shortage of farming sim games no. the, this these days, right? It really... Whereas it was very difficult to find something without combat. Yeah, it was. And so, um, you know... There, there's no shortage of them these days. So now it's a different problem where it's not like for those who are fans too of the repetitive. Genre, right. You're like, is this too close? Is this too on the nose? Uh, you know, if I'm going to play this, why don't I just go replay Stardew Valley or something like that? Like Story of Seasons and right. um, what are the two? Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon. Mm-hmm. If you play like every one of those, it can get repetitive sure. and the NPCs don't have as much to say. There's not as much story there. So it sounds like though that this one Coral Island is doing a nice job of staying in that lane, but also being having enough different activities to make you feel like, yes, you know, Hey, just feel like, Hey, this is something, this is something, something new different. And different. There's a reason to play this rather than just going back and playing Stardew again. I agree. I mean, I'm no. going to go back and play Stardew as I usually oh, do. Oh, of course, not um, not not instead of, but just again, like you in know, addition to there's something. It's it, it's but worth, it's always it's nice playing. to like. There's a new one coming out called Fay Farm. Oh, I saw that. Yes, a- and it looks cute, but like, I, I gotta wait to see. Is there gonna be enough? I'm there? looking forward to Maniko's Night Market, mm-hmm. where you yep. it is like a, a Japanese fishing village that you um, are out to restore but you have a stall at the night market nice so and there's a lot of cats in it i'm more of a dog person with like i like cats. We're pro animal here I'm, though. yeah F- here at fafo we like all the animals um but i was always a dog person my whole life mm-hmm. and now that i have a cat i really appreciate cats yeah they do a very different vibe than dogs they're harper is so easy compared to my two dogs she has a robot assistant she comes and goes the only thing she wakes up when i wake up every morning and she meows to be brushed so i do brush a cat at like 6 a.m every morning (laughs) there you go all right um but that one's coming out maniko's night market 
I have so many things saved in the Steam Deck because they come to Steam before they come to the Switch. They really do. Yeah, even the one you were just talking about, Coral Island, is announced that it will be coming to Switch eventually. But, but eventually. Who, who knows when, right? Who knows when? You yes. talked about just that update on the... Uh, well, a lot of times you'll get that early release yes. on, on uh, Steam, mm-hmm. and then they'll be improving it like you just talked about. And then finally, once they really have a good, solid Got all working the, version, the out. then they'll, they'll, they'll come and bring it to the consoles a lot of times. So I did also pick up my time at Sandrock. Which is like the, the follow-up com- to Porsche. Yeah, it's the mm. follow-up to Porsche, but it's it's almost like it's not a follow-up. It's like a companion piece mm, okay. because a lot of the characters talk. Oh, okay. Um, I'm from Sandrock. It was like a fictional place that a lot of characters would talk about, right? And they developed it into a second game where you're kind of. But you're in- not carrying your character over or anything. No, like that. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. Um, so Porsche is a great game. Um, I'm excited to start Sandrock, but I didn't want to. That's something that's going to, you know how much time I spent with Porsche. Yes, of course. Right. Like my time at Porsche, I spent. That was another one that stood out. Yes. You know. Because it it had like an underlying story, a post-apocalyptic story, which was very cool. Yeah. Um, Monico's Night Market, I'm looking forward to a lot. And there was one more. But what is what is the last thing that you know? You've uh, so been the playing? other thing that I've been playing now, I, I did this on purpose. This was a game that came to Steam, okay. and I heard about it, and I wanted to try it. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait for it on Switch. And then it came out on Switch, but I still waited because I, perp- I downloaded it, but I was like, I'm not going to play it. I'm going to use it as a plane game. I'm going to play oh. it on the plane because I. Truth be told, I was a little nervous about flying, too, because it had been a very long time yeah. since I'd been on a plane. I haven't been long, on a plane in yeah, and years. Yeah, and a very long time since I had been on a long flight. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I've flown, you know, maybe two hours, but this was closer to six. So that was a, a big, you know, a big increase. Uh, so the case of the Golden Idol, there was a game a few years ago uh, called um, Return of the Oprah Din. Yes. And we've you talked about that. Where you're a in a, like a basically a ship insurance adjuster. Yes, okay. and you're investigating with the help of this magical stopwatch, and you're looking at these little vignettes of how people died, and you're, but you're putting it together on like who is who, and what did they do, and how did they die, and were they responsible for their own death, or were they responsible for the death of someone is else? Is this mutiny? Or, right, or yeah. Um, Case of the Golden Idol definitely has those vibes for sure. Um, now, Return of the Oberdin had a very distinct art style. It was very yes. like early IBM, mm-hmm. early computers, uh, Apple II-ish, you know, vibes to it. Like an sure. old adventure game. Very, very, very simple. But obviously, they did a lot with it. They made it into a 3D world, and it, they did. They it was really up a notch. But you could see that that was the art style. Here with Case of the Golden Idol, it is very basic art style for sure. However. Uh, it's not quite that way. It is colorful, um, uh, and uh, some of the, a lot of the art and the music is very off-putting, but on purpose because it's very odd. It's very creepy, but it's that same thing where you'll see a vignette. You'll just see a a scene, 
Okay. And then your first job is to explore the scene. You click on every person. You look in their pockets. You read the letters that they have in their pockets. You look at what they have in their pockets. I love going yes. through people's pockets. <laughs> um, you're looking in the scene. You're like, hmm, what is it? And once you've investigated it all together, you found every clue that is in the scene. Then you open up a new window, and that's the thinking window. And you're like, okay, I have to now figure out who these people are in the scene. So almost like your mind map so you're in, using um, what's that game? Um, there was the mind map in, it was a game that we talked about. Hmm. Keep going though. Okay, I'm not sure on the mind map, but this one you're using all the clues that you've collected to then figure out who everyone is in the, in the, uh, in the scene, sometimes an order of events, sometimes how a person died. Um, actually, most of the time how a person died. I think every one of them is centered around a death in some way. Um, but uh, who people are and then just like a little narrative about what happened. And there's all these different blanks that are color coded. Uh, you know, so like every word doesn't go everywhere, but every little clue that you find can go somewhere and it's like a classification of a clue like oh this is a name norco yeah oh there you go norco <laughs> nice this is a name or this is um this is like perhaps a weapon or a verb or something mm -hmm. and you, you know you figure out you know and so then you Get sort a little of scratch pad you sort of piece it together yeah. and it's very cool and because when you start you're like i have no idea no idea when you start and then you you piece it together and you figure it out some through trial and error some through just finding the right clues uh and it's very satisfying and it's nice to just be able to play a scene like you look at a scene i'm gonna do this scene i, I wouldn't recommend stopping in the middle of a scenes but you're like hey i have 15 20 minutes yeah. i'm gonna do this scene uh it's fun for others around to get involved my wife likes to look along and, and help pick out clues and zoom in on something. You're like, oh, wait a minute, zoom in over there. Oh, look, there's only one set of footprints going that way with this yeah. shoe, but this type of shoe that has a heel, that one goes both ways. Oh, that person must have gone over there and, and come on back through yeah. the mud, you know. So it's very, very interesting, uh, very cool. Uh, so I'm working my way through Case of the Golden Idol slowly, started on the plane and have been slowly doing them since. Doug, you um, brought the Steam Deck on the plane. Nice. Um, he mostly slept um, oh, or, or didn't sleep because the kids in front of us immediately put their seats back. Mm, um, yeah. I read two books on the nice. plane. Nice. Wow. Okay. Um, because I was so into A Court of Thorns and Roses, I am now reading the other series by that author. Okay. Um, nice. Called um, Throne of Glass. So I'm okay. on the second book of that. I read both of those on the plane. I also read a book that you would probably find very interesting called Anatomy. Ooh, and okay. it was about resurrection like men Ooh. who would in Edinburgh in like the early 1800s. Ooh. And they are digging up bodies for the medical school. Wow. Um, okay. So that one, it's. I could see the twist from a mile away, but I sure. also read a lot of books. <laughs> right, right, sure. I mean, I, the, the fact that you could see the twist from a mile away doesn't disqualify it for me because... This is why I can't have surprise parties. Yes, you are <laughs> uh, an unintentional detective. <laughs> I, you, you can't help it. 
I remember when um, our friend Diana was getting engaged and I was part of it. I took the pictures Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I remember you said to me, you would have sniffed this out from a mile away. (laughs) Absolutely. And like my own surprise birthday party, for example. Yeah, it's it's Poor Dougie. It's very (laughs) difficult. It's very difficult. But, you know, hey, those in your life know you. We love you. And we do the best. We do the best we can. Um, I will say fans of adventure games like that, Mm -hmm. like Monkey Island. um, I I love Monkey Island. I'm still playing through. On a Monkey Island note. They released a Monkey Island, a whole Monkey Island uh, sort of season in the pirate game that I play with my daughters. What? This whole thing in Sea of Thieves, which I played with my daughters, they released an entire Monkey Island update where you can do... Where you can... Can you battle with words like you do in Monkey Island? You're essentially doing like... You can go through can scenes you be Guybrush Threepwood? You meet Guybrush right off the bat. Wow. And he's talking to you. He's, he's, yeah, it, it's a whole thing. Um, it's very cool. Dougie and I also watched this show on HBO called Our Flag Means Death. Love it. You watched, watched all it? Of it. Yeah. Yes. I knew Love it. I knew you would like oh, that. Oh yes, absolutely. Um, which it's like a queer pirate show. Absolutely. And it yes. is fantastic. Yep. Um but it it's technically historical fiction because yes, these are real named yes r- they're yeah. real people yeah. and uh, like the gentleman pirate did exist mm-hmm. in history so it it's a really cool show um, Edward Teach who was Blackbeard yes, Blackbeard he was a real is, man who obviously lived he's not just a legend or anything like that he was a real man um, and like I started reading up on pirates after that but it was so um monkey island like oh yeah and like a miss like oh like comical mishaps which yes. obviously probably did not happen right that part is exaggerated um, i'm sure but it's it's with a lot of the same people um in the show what we do in the shadows yes do you, you watch you, what we do no but you told you me need, about that now we're need... coming into spooky season oh man spooky, what we do yeah. in the shadows is like if they filmed the office on staten island in a house full of vampires which right. sounds far-fetched, but it is so well-written. Right. It's Taika Watiti, who's mm-hmm. Blackbeard in... Mm-hmm. So he, it's like he came up with this show. It is so funny and so awesome. good. My recommendation for Spooky Season, go watch what we do in the shadows. To give yourself a treat every day. I give yourself a treat. I'm so happy that Spooky Season is back. I, I, I don't know what I'm going to be for Halloween. Uh, we're still deciding at our house as well. Um <laughs> If you want to shoot us some uh, costume ideas or uh, some spooky season recommendations, you can always follow us on social media. Where can they find us? On Instagram, where friends are far out. On Twitter, where Fefo Pod. Oh, excuse me. On X, where Fefo Pod. On Reddit, where friends are far out. On the web, where friends are far out.com. We have an email address. It's friends are far out at gmail.com. Our Discord might take off, but, you know, I've been taking the summer off. And on Facebook, we are friends or far out. Maybe we'll be on Twitch. Maybe, uh, you know, we'll we'll play some Monkey Island. I thought about streaming. Uh, I'll tell you, one game that has come to Twitch that I'm still kicking around with is Marvel Snap. And I thought about trying to stream some Marvel Snap, but then I was like, well, then M would have to see it. Uh, and and then that would be that would ruin everything. That, I think I think that you know if I'm going to see it, 
That might be the, that might, the way. That might yeah. be the way. Maybe we'll just get, throw you in there and you could just play. Oh, some, no. Play Where's some. Chris Evans with his fisherman sweater? <laughs> Where's that card art? I need that card Everyone's art. Everyone's favorite Hollywood Chris. Yeah. Everyone's. <laughs> and no, under I, no circumstances will anyone question it. Not Chris Pratt. Sorry, Chris Pratt. but I, I support many different Hollywood Chris's. All right. Well, this has been <laughs> another episode of the Friends Are Far Out podcast. It is great to be back. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Jay. And I'm M. Please remember that if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. That can really help us out. Helps new people find the show. Uh, and that is always, always fun to have more friends uh, joining us. So, again, tell a friend about the show because as the name implies, Friends Are Far Out. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. the end of the podcast (laughs) (laughs) all right it's like riding a bike